Is your body telling you that it's time to relax? But your mind chatter keeps coming up with one more thing to keep you on the hamster wheel of achievement. You're struck with the one more thing syndrome. I'm going to slow down. I'm going to do something fun just as soon as I get this one more thing done. Without slowing down to smell the roses, you will miss the roses and you'll miss the opportunity to discover your calmest self. Listen in as I offer tips on how to find balance in your body and your life, which can infuse your spirit with the peace of the present moment. From Maui, Hawaii, I'm Lucky, and this is Quiet Your Mind Chatter. You know you've been working too much. You don't need me to tell you that. You already know it. When you're not working, you're idling in front of a screen. Not being productive, but not really enjoying yourself either. Your mind chatter tells you that you deserve to relax. But your inner voice keeps insisting that more screen time is not the path to happiness. So... You write down a list. You grab a piece of paper or create a new document on your device titled Pleasures. These are activities that might be fun. You put everything down. Simple pleasures, silly things, things you've done before and you liked, things that you've never tried but are curious about, and you even write down some big excursions. There's no judgment. There's no have-tos on this list, just a quickly written list of possible pleasures. Then you give yourself a high five. You do a high five dance. You high five the sky in a victory dance. Yes, you've written down a list of things you want to do. That's a great first step. Now you're ready for the next step, which is to discern whether each desire is healthy or unhealthy. If you're unclear about some of your potential pleasures, you're not sure if they're healing or harming, or if they're productivity bound, then choose one of the things on the list you're unsure about and walk it through the steps of self-inquiry. When I conducted a self-inquiry on swimming, I realized that swimming does not belong on my pleasures list. Even though I swim every day, most of the time in the ocean, and when people who don't live on island ask me what it's like to live in Hawaii, my go-to answer is, I get to swim in the ocean every day. So I've been doing this for years, and for years I've been thinking, this is pleasurable, this is on my pleasures list. But when I really stop to examine my life to see if I had a healthy balance of fun, pleasurable, relaxing things, as well as productive work things, I realized swimming does not belong on my pleasures list because my motivation to swim is to create health in my body. I swim because it's a discipline. It's like, okay, it's time to go to the gym. Don't want to go to the gym, but I go to the gym because overall it's good for me. It helps create a, a better life than if I don't ever work out. 
I still swim. I definitely find pleasure in swimming sometimes, but a lot of times it is work and that's fine. I'm still swimming. It's not like I stopped swimming after I realized my motivation was more of a discipline than fun, but that helped me to realize that I needed to create space for fun things in my life because I had been swimming, which takes up a pretty good chunk every day. And I was thinking, check, I checked that off the list. I did a pleasurable thing today. Well, I really didn't because (laughs) I checked off my workout. That's good, but what did you do for fun, Lucky? Today's wellness tool is to conduct a self-inquiry that provides guidance. Today, we're talking about conducting a self-inquiry on one or more activities from your pleasures list. This same process of self-inquiry can provide clarity on any issue that you're working with. Okay, you ready? I'm just going to go over the steps real quick and then I'll give you an example of each. These are the steps that you'll do to conduct a self-inquiry. Number one, pose the question on which you desire clarification. Step number two, ask your higher power to send you direction. Step number three, write or speak your thoughts. And step number four, close with a positive affirmation of gratitude. All right, so what does that look like in real life? When I was thinking about what kind of example I was going to offer to you, I thought about picking up garbage because, (laughs) believe it or not, picking up garbage ended up on my pleasures list and I wasn't sure if that belonged there or not. When I'm walking the beach, there is oftentimes garbage there. Usually not enormous piles of it, but people go beach and they bring all their food and toys for the kids and then they leave and little parts of what they brought are left on the beach. Pieces of plastic, pieces of packaging, a toy that a kid left or a shoe. There's all kinds of interesting objects on the beach. It brings me pleasure to pick up those things and throw them away because if not then they might end up in the ocean inside a turtle or some other lovely sea creature so it actually brings me pleasure to pick up trash but I wasn't sure if that belonged on my pleasures list if it was more of a productive thing or if it would turn into self-harm step number one Pose the question on which I desire clarification. My example is I asked my higher power, whom I call God female, to send me direction, send me thoughts. This is an important one because if your mind is set on what you want, you're not going to receive direction. You're, you're not going to be able to receive it. Maybe God's telling you what's for your greatest good. But if you've closed your mind and you've already made up your mind about this is what's best for me, I know this is good, then you're not going to be able to receive that divine insight. So if that's the case, if you know, I put this on my pleasures list, I know this is a good idea, I'm going to do it. And you get to step number two, you can ask an alternate question here 
and ask for the willingness to stay open to your greatest good, whatever that looks like. If involving God is a major turnoff for you, no worries. Mahalo for listening to Quiet Your Mind Chatter. As your host, I am excited to share with you sunshine and blue skies from Maui and to send you an ocean breeze to clear away familiar thoughts that no longer serve you. To help my podcast reach new listeners, you can leave a comment, you can share this episode with a friend, you can subscribe, download, dance, all of the above, but probably not all at once. (laughs) I am excited to help you and other perfectly imperfect humans around the globe quiet your mind chatter so that more often you can be present and actually enjoy the moment. If involving God is a major turnoff for you, no worries. Instead, call upon your higher self for guidance. The wisest part of you that sees beyond the surface pros and cons, and it tells you in your gut which choice will best serve and protect you. Now we're on step number three. When I ask my higher power for guidance on picking up trash from the beach, the answer I got was small kind. I can I can pick up garbage on the beach in small increments. I'm not allowed to do this until it becomes an obsession. I've actually seen this play out in someone's life. This gal that I used to spend time with here on Maui, she loves the ocean. She has a degree in marine biology. She teaches on the tourist boats here. She goes out and teaches the lovely visitors that are visiting and excited to learn about the ocean. She teaches them about the ocean, the sea creatures. When she goes to the beach and there's garbage on the beach, she feels absolutely 100% obligated to pick it up. And I've seen this harm her. She actually went to the emergency room twice within a I think it was a 10-day period because she was somewhere and there she was climbing around in these rocks on the beach and she saw this piece of garbage and it was in this kind of dangerous place and she just had to go and get it. And so she climbed over there and she got hurt and she needed to go to the emergency room to get the cut cleaned out. And then a week and a half later, she did the same thing and she, she hurt her foot that time and had to get stitches and then she couldn't get in the ocean for however many weeks it took for that to heal up. And I could see myself <laughs> falling into that pattern where when I go to the beach, I can't actually see the beauty of it because all I see is the to-do list. Oh, look at all this garbage. Oh, I'm so mad at these people for leaving this garbage and I'm going to pick it up. Or even if I cup a good attitude about it, I'm going to bless these people. They must have just forgot to pick it up. I love them. I send them love and I'm going to pick it up. Oh, there's another piece. I'm going to pick that up. And then I don't actually enjoy it because I am obsessively, compulsively 
picking up every piece of garbage, which is a never ending to do list. So that's, <laughs> that's the answer that I received when I did step number two and asked God female for direction. She said, you can pick up couple pieces of garbage when you go to the beach lucky but that's it once in a while I'll take a garbage bag and that'll be my activity for the next half an hour I'm going to walk around and pick up garbage but most of the time I go to the beach to swim and I want that to be about swimming and being there in the moment and not picking up garbage and I am as a side note I am asking my higher power for growth in the area of love because I still have judgment. I still get angry with people who leave garbage on the beach. That's not my job. My job is to love the earth, love the sea creatures, and send love to those people. That's another growth area for me. Step number three is to speak or write your thoughts. It can be helpful here to create a pros and cons list detailing the potential benefits and the potential risks of whatever activity that you're thinking about pursuing on your pleasures list. Maybe you want to learn to play the clarinet. My sister Terry played clarinet in school and I loved it. I still love the sound of the clarinet. And if you're thinking of learning to play the clarinet, and you're not sure if that's a good idea or not, just write down the pros and cons. Pros, it could feel really good in your body to play a wind instrument. You get to use your lungs, you get to use your mouth, you get to use your thoughts and your brain. You could connect with a really cool teacher. If you play in a group, you could connect with those cool people. Cons list. Maybe you don't have the right money now for lessons. Maybe it'll turn into a frustrating thing that you get frustrated with yourself because you want to get really good at it in the first five years. You're not going to be very good at it. And then you beat yourself up. Just writing down the things that are possible benefits and then possible detriments. Writing them down or speaking them out loud, that can help bring clarity. Step number four gratitude. Thank you self and higher power for lighting my path with candles of wisdom and self-love. Even if you didn't receive an answer right now, if the answer is still kind of fuzzy, go ahead and thank yourself. Go ahead and thank your higher power for the answer. We're going to celebrate what's on its way and we're going to manifest that in gratitude. Okay, so that's the basics of the self-inquiry process. Now let's talk about the different forms it can take. Hold on to your sun hat. We're taking a quick break. I love helping people. That's why I became a personal coach. Actually, I was called by HP, my higher power, to be a coach, which you can hear about in the episode divine grace and a sense of humor. If you are looking for a coach to find some direction and support, then I'm your gal. Maybe, or maybe not. I don't really know. I can't predict the future. I'm busy trying to stay present in the moment. But if you want to check out my coaching options, there's a quick video on my website with more information. 
That's at wellnesswithlucky.com. Okay, so that's the basics of the self-inquiry process. Now let's talk about the different forms it can take. So I made a bullet list for you. You ready? Journal with a pen and paper or with an electronic device. You can talk to yourself out loud in the mirror. You can make a video of yourself talking and then watch the video. You can make an audio recording of yourself and then listen to it. All of these concrete forms of self-inquiry are designed to move you from inside your head to outside of your head. If you just keep thinking, should I play the clarinet? Should I play the clarinet? Should I play the clarinet? I don't know if you'll ever get the answer to that because it's just stuck in your head. So you bring those thoughts out and you put them in the world and then you can shed some light on them and get some answers by writing down your thoughts and or saying them out loud. Sometimes when you bring the ideas out of your head into the world by verbalizing them or writing them down, it becomes clear that that idea is an excellent idea. Of course you should play the clarinet. You've realized once you've written it down, even though you've been kind of thinking about it for three years. Sometimes when you put that idea out into the world verbally or written, it becomes obvious that that excellent idea is a rotten idea. <laughs> and aren't you glad you figured that out before you moved ahead with it? Let's say that you've been toying with the idea of going on a spontaneous road trip. Yay! Road trip, road trip. That's one of the reasons I love visiting the mainland because I can get my car and just drive anywhere I want. Here on Maui, yeah, you drive in a circle. It's a lovely circle and it's a very small circle. So road trips, let's say you've been thinking about taking a road trip, but you've been putting it off because most trips that you take, you plan in great detail. The trips you've taken in the past have been a burden during the planning phases because you really want to plan out every little detail, get the best deal, stay at the best hotel, plan out each restaurant where you're going to eat the best meals. It's absolutely exhausting and you just can't face it. And you still want to travel. Well, maybe you can do a spontaneous road trip. You keep thinking about it, but you don't actually do it. So let's say you put this idea on your pleasures list, spontaneous road trip. So it's out there in the world because you wrote it down. And then you go through the process of self-inquiry and you either journal about it, the pros and cons, your thoughts on it, or you do that same kind of journaling through verbalizing into the mirror or a video camera. I love this process because when you affirm your ideas in writing and in your own voice, it has the power to bring that idea from inside your head and into the world. So then you might actually do that spontaneous road trip and love it and realize this is the way to go. I don't need to burden myself with tons of planning. 
I can be spontaneous in this one part of my life. This process might actually be even more effective as a two-step process. One day you record your thoughts and then the next day or sometime later, revisit them. I have gained valuable objectivity by reading journal entries later. That helps me to realize that when something feels really hot, it's a burning emotion, either really strong yes or really strong no, and I'm writing down my thoughts in a fever, that's good, that's great. Put down those thoughts, don't necessarily act on them. And then I read it later, I was really on fire to bring resolution to this, and it passed. And I'm glad that I let some time pass before I acted on it. Because a lot of times in the heat of the moment, your choices seem limited. It feels like all or nothing. If I'm going to do this road trip, I need to be spontaneous. And I can't do that. It's too expensive. I don't have time. And I'm afraid to go alone. And then you just don't do it. But if you write all that down, write down those fears, take a breather, come back a few days later and read it, your higher self, your higher power might open up some other ideas after your emotions have cooled. Then you can gain some new perspective. Maybe you'll see that you can plan the road trip on Friday. Friday after work, you come home, you Google some ideas of where you want to go, you write out your itinerary, you pack your car, Saturday morning, you grab your keys and you go. Maybe you'll see that, okay, you thought a road trip was going to be too expensive. And a few days later, when you read what you wrote or listen to that journal entry that you verbalized, you can see road trip could be a day trip. You could get up early, spend all day on the road, seeing one or two things that you want to see, driving there, checking it out, experiencing it, and then drive home Saturday night. So you don't even spend money on accommodations. The only expense is a tank full of gas. And if you're going into the city, parking fees. Or if you're going into some kind of attraction, then you would pay the entrance fee. I remember a couple, three years ago, I was in Seattle for the summer promoting my book. And there was this awesome event downtown Seattle. And I really wanted to go. The cost of it was a little bit expensive, but I thought, I'm just, I'm going, I'm worth it. I I work, you know, really hard for my money. And this is why, because now I have money to spend on this thing. But then I stopped in my tracks because I realized I'm going to have to pay for parking. I grew up in the suburbs, right? I grew up 20 miles outside of Cincinnati, Ohio, never paid for parking. So (laughs) going in and paying, I think it was $20 to spend, you know, park for a couple hours in this parking structure. I had to, I had to work through it and be like, you know what, this is, this is part of the experience. This is, this is okay to spend $20. And overall, in the scope of my life, it's okay to spend $20 on parking. I didn't spend the night in a downtown hotel. So I didn't spend a ton of money and I gave myself permission to spend that extra money on parking. So once <laughs> once I got perspective on it, I realized it's fine, Lucky. You got that money. It's fine to spend it on that. 
If you're thinking about taking a road trip, but you're afraid to go alone, another option is to ask a friend to go with you. And you can make clear to your friend that it's spontaneous. You're going to come home Friday. You're going to Google some things. Maybe you can both be on the phone and talking about she's Googling it. You're Googling it. You decide, oh, I want to go east. No, she wants to go west. Oh, look at this cool thing down south that neither of us has seen. Great, let's go do that. This can be tricky, though, because if she backs out, you might think, ah, oh, now I can't go. So when I plan things with other people, most of the time, I make a plan with myself. And then I invite a friend or friends to tag along. So then my mindset is, I'm doing this. I'm going on this trip. I'm going on this excursion. And if my friend comes along, great, awesome, double bonus. And if she doesn't, hey, I got myself, I got my car keys, I got my higher power, we're going. Another form of self-inquiry is to enlist the help of another human being beside yourself. So instead of just by yourself writing down or verbalizing what you have a question on, you talk with another human being about it. There are some things that you need to think about before you do that. And that's a whole other episode. That's actually going to be my next episode. So tune in for that. As I wrap up today's episode, I am thankful that we have self-inquiry as a user-friendly wellness tool that grants us the power of self-knowledge. Basically, you ask yourself questions and you remain open to receiving the answers. This process can help you find answers to many of your questions. It's especially useful in figuring out some fun activities that bring you pleasure. Non-work time is not the same as engaging in activities that bring you joy. Sometimes joy just happens and the other 99% of the time we get to create the lovely environment which invites in joy. This process takes time and effort. You, my dear soul, are worth the time and effort that is required in this human realm to create a life of fun and pleasure and joy. If you received an insight from today's episode, yes, I love that. I love when God helps you through me. Woo, my favorite. Review this podcast and share it on social media, blessing others with wellness tools to quiet their mind chatter.